Why would Ben wake up at 4 a.m.? He works for UCI. He's on government time. He's an idiot. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go ride my bike for two hours outside. Well, all I know is Sean's an early riser because our first Vegas trip, we were trying to celebrate Sean's birthday. So me and Evan got up at like seven or eight. Oh, no, wait. The night before we talked to Sean, say, like, hey, let's go grab breakfast tomorrow morning since it's your birthday. We got up at seven. Sean was already gone. <laughs> and he and then we were like sat around like, where is he? And we just kind of waited. And then an hour later, he shows up. He comes back and he goes, yeah, already went to. Uh, um, oh, crap. What's the name of that breakfast place in Paris? Bouchon. Bouchon. So. Wait, he like he went by himself. He went by Luke himself. Sean? Uh huh. What the? And fuck? that's how that's how we knew that Sean would like go see movies by himself, goes and eats by himself. He's like, I ain't, ain't waiting for you fools. Did he give explanation as to why he didn't wait for? Yeah, it every- wasn't like we didn't wake up in time. I think like he left at like six thirty, and we're like, what? And the couple times that we've gone to, I've gone to Vegas with him for like EDC, dude. Like I'd be like passed out asleep because bbc ends at 5 6 a.m yeah we all know you can't hang david so i want to be in bed by like 4 4 p.m <laughs> p.m and sean is up at like 7 like doesn't matter what time he went to bed but he's already up he's already like scrolling on his phone i was like sean like half asleep obviously i'm like sean do you want to go get breakfast and he goes okay all right, let's go get breakfast. And I like jumps jumps off the bed and is jumping. I know. I'm like, down. what the hell's wrong with you? We we just went to bed like maybe two hours ago, but twenty minutes ago I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and welcome to another episode of Dos Nascinkos. This is episode number fifty-seven. This week we cover Cook Up a Storm as part of That's What I Call Cinco's Foreign Movies, as well as Street Sharks season three, episode twenty-one. But before we get into that. As always, I am your host, David. I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. So, guys, outside of the movie of the week and Street Sharks, did you guys see anything else, Ben? All right. Well, I watched two movies. Uh, two so, movies? Two you watched two movies? <laughs> are are any of these movies minutes? happening on American soil? soil. <laughs> what is your job in these two movies? Sorry. <laughs> I guess I've been uh, watching a lot of. I started watching uh, all these funny. funny. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so wait, have you just been watching the podcast episode just to get ideas? Is no, I just it? I just happened to start at that season. Two oh, okay. wars. Well, here, David, I got you a lemon. Here, suck on it. <laughs> just, just, just suck on this lemon. Well, they are good for scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I lied, cricket. Here, just take, take this one. Um, I, I I watched brink so have you guys watched brink before like the scary movie no brink brink oh brink Brink. oh is that the skate uh the rollerblading movie yeah yeah it's good yeah uh we pretty much watched it you know uh because just watched you know just play tony hawk and i'm just like damn i really need uh, some nostalgic food right now so watching that damn it definitely brought back a whole bunch of so if we if we were playing we bowling at some point, would that mean that you'd feel nostalgic and want to see Alley Cats? Actually, we're going to watch that next. Really? Dude, <laughs> Alley Cats is boss. 
Alley cat strike again. God damn. Yeah, so we're, we're going full Disney Channel nostalgia trip right now. So, Ben, had you seen Brink before? Oh, yeah. I, I, was, oh, okay. I definitely watched Brink before. Did you know that the um, that Zack from Power Rangers was in it? I did not know that. That's crazy. Black Ranger? Yeah. He was on Team X-Blades. He was the guy who, like, uh, broke his hand at the beginning. Or what? His, no, or his leg. He broke his leg. Yeah. Dang. And, and he's like, oh, Brink is cool. I feel like I've, I watched Brink a bunch of times when I was a kid, but I can't remember anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Every, for some reason, when you guys said Brink, the first thought of my in my head was the scene from Heavyweights. <laughs> when they're driving the go-karts. I don't know why. Oh, my. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 that was the first thought that ran in, but I was like, Brink, Brink. Oh, the rollerblading movie. Um, yeah. Okay, and what was the other movie for you, Ben? Uh, this other movie that we watched on the, by the way of Anthony's request was called Porky's. Have you guys heard of that? Porky's? Yeah. Corky Romano? No, not Por- Corky Romano. Porky's. Oh. Por- yeah, Porky's. You watched Porky's? Yes, Porky's. What's Porky's? It's like that one where there's like a bar or strip club. What is it? It's like a strip club bar thing. Uh, I, I don't really know. I think it's a strip club. That seems like a weird movie for you to watch in no, tandem with Brink. They, they're the <laughs> most random group. They, they I'm hey, not surprised at we all. We just finished watching Brink. You want to watch this movie about like... like uh, oh, a peeping Tom? Pe- uh, like uh, Not glory holes, but... Porky's a 1981 Canadian-American teen sex comedy film. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's... Um, Man, that, that that movie did not age well. It, it, it did not <laughs> did not age well. I mean, and by age well, I mean like it, it was definitely one of those movies like Grease, you know, when you're watching it and you're like, "There's no fucking way these guys are in high school. They look like they're 40, you know. Definitely one of those movies. Well, <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought people who were in high school looked like they were like grown ups. Yeah, that that is very true. You know, as soon as you hit high school, bam, like. And then I'm like, I'm, why I'm, are all these stupid little kids here? <laughs> why why does this have so many spin-offs? I don't know. Like Porky's, I was really Porky's two Porky's Revenge. Dude, like okay, well the whole plot of the movie is that like they go they you know, they're like, oh man, we're really horny, we wanna get laid. And so they go to this like strip club called Porky's and then they try to all get laid there, and then the owner named Porky throws them out and like makes fun of them, right? Now Mind you, this happens maybe 20 minutes into the movie and lasts maybe like 10 minutes. Then the rest of the movie happens where they're like, oh, ha, ha, random sex capades. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, and shower then, hole. Yeah, shower hole and all that shit, right? <laughs> Literally the last like 10, 15 minutes of the movie, they're like, we have to get revenge on Porky. And that's why they called it Porky's. Like, I... I, I I don't yeah, get I never it. really understood that movie when I was. Uh, <laughs> I guess I was. It was too young for it uh, when yeah. I saw it. I was watching watch anything. It. If you want to watch anything that has a uh, a bunch of nerds trying to get laid, maybe uh, Revenge of the Nerds is a better choice. I don't think these guys were nerds though. I think they're just high school high school douches. Uh, yeah. I like Revenge of the Nerds though. Solid Why do you movie. identify with it a lot? You identify as a nerd. We're doing a movie podcast. What do you think? I don't know. Much. What do you? I don't know about you, but I'm like <laughs> super cool, like skateboarding and leather jackets. And so, Ben, I'm assuming based on your reaction, you had never seen Porky's before. 
I have never seen Porky's before. I definitely was like, what the fuck when the movie opened up and they just throw out a the N-word with a hard R right away. And I'm just like, well, okay. And then they throw out a few more. I'm just like, okay. And then I mean, but later on, the whole movie devolves in this whole thing where it's like this whole acceptance storyline where it's like, yeah, you know, you have to be more accepting of people. And they're talking about the Jewish guy. <laughs> Any desire to finish uh, the other no, two? Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, fucking no. I don't want to see Porky's Revenge. What does that fucking mean? Bowie, make sure you pick uh, all Porky's movies. Porky's uh, <laughs> 2. And then Porky's next Revenge. week, and then Anthony can pick Porky's Revenge, and then you guys can finish it off. Dude, the, they're going to look like they're going to be cashing in their social security checks by the next movie. Holy fuck, they look old. <laughs> um, what about you, Stu? See anything? I mean, that did remind me of what I did see, which I think is a much better uh, teen teen movie, uh, which was actually not another teen movie, is what I watched. So, Ooh. what you don't like that movie? No, I the, I didn't like the segue, but continue. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> Go ahead, Stu. What was the movie? Ah uh, ha ha! I see what you're doing. It's I see what you're doing, David. What? I'm not doing this. No, what is the movie? I, I just said it. We're not doing this. We're not doing this who's on third or whatever shit. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you decide to watch it? Uh, I was I was looking through Netflix for something to watch uh, while I was doing whatever. Uh, and, I, and I saw it was on. There. I was like, oh, shit. Shit, yeah, I'm going to watch this. And so, so I watched it. And uh, man... It's, I mean, that's a, that's a classic. It is, it really is. Man, Chris Evans, and what's her name? She's oh, she's got paint on her overalls. God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, America's ass. How was America's ass? America's ass. That's where America's ass got his. Uh, was that his like first big movie? I think so. Um, yeah, probably. You're there, Sunshine. One of the two. Sunshine. No, I think I think Sunshine. He was, he was like. I think he was a lot younger in, in uh, Not Another Teen Movie. Yeah, yeah, probably. But uh, I just say, one thing I don't remember is too well about Not Another Teen Movie was that the music in it's really good. It has a lot of good songs in it. A lot of good, like, 80s or, like, 80s uh, covers. So that was, that, was, that was an enjoyable part of it, the movie. I only remember one part or one song in that whole movie, and it was the, the cheerleading scene. <laughs> We're North Compton <laughs> Wild. <laughs> uh, classic. I mean, that man. It's unfortunate that that something like that probably would not fly these days. But oh yeah, definitely not. We would there probably be protests. It'd be canceled immediately, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but that's why I guess that's why nothing can be funny anymore. So there's no good funny movies lately. Yeah, because they all have to be politically correct, and unfortunately, those aren't very good jokes. Yeah, those are the worst jokes. Yeah, so um, over this past weekend, I actually went to the drive-in theater to try to go see Tenant. You tried? What happened? Yeah, Paramount uh, drive-in theater. And so when we got to the front of the line, they told everybody that they were sold out of Tenant. So the drive-in theater is operating at 50% capacity and showtime was at 7.30. They opened the doors at 7. And so everybody that was waiting 
for the doors to open. Some of them got there as early as four a uh, four p.m. <laughs> four a.m. Uh, no, no, sorry, it was four p.m. Yeah, so I was I briefly spoke to the person that was making the announcement. I was like, "Hey, what time did everybody get here?" And she's like, four And I was like, "For what time did you guys open?" She said, seven You're telling me people waited three hours in their cars to see tenant she said uh yeah and i was like oh okay like were they allowed to pull in and wait or were they waiting like outside so they were waiting in their car in the queue inside like the parking lot so they have like three stations on the outside and so there's probably enough room for maybe about I want to say 80 cars from where the start of the ticket booth is out of the parking lot and into like the main street. Paramount Boulevard was backed up all the way uh, where I would turn in if I was going to my old job at Carlton. So I was like, holy crap, this is really far back. And I was like, oh, maybe it'll just like loosen up. At the time, I didn't know that this was what was happening. So we were just waiting, waiting, waiting. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we got up there and then you just hear this bullhorn. She's just yelling. She goes, screen one, tenant is sold out. Screen two is still available. (laughs) And we're already like really deep in there. And I'm like, there's no way for me to get out. So I was like, all right, whatever screen two is, I guess we'll stay and watch that. So instead of watching Tenant, I saw the Broken Hearts Gallery with, I I wasn't by myself. I was with Irene. So originally we were supposed to see Tenant and we did not. So seeing the movie, it was okay. I'd probably give it a six. Um, It's like a rom-com. Was she she relieved or was she looking forward to Tenant? Uh, she actually didn't care. She just wanted to be out of the house. She's like, let's go see a movie. And I was like, okay, let's go try uh Paramount uh, and see Tenant. And she goes, all right, whatever. She was just excited just to be able to do something that's quote unquote normal, I guess. Um, so yeah, we went there and then she was like, well, we could try to get out of here since, you know, we can't see Tenant or we can come back at 1030 uh, when the second showing is. Uh, they're going to open the door at 10.30 for the 11.20 showing of Tenant. And I said, no, nah, it's we're already here. Let's just, we'll just stay and we'll see what the experience is like. So we bought tickets for the Broken Hearts Gallery. It was okay. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the, oh, what's her name? She she was in Blockers. Um, the Oh, the main actress? Uh-huh. Ah, uh, crap. I don't remember her name. I don't remember her good. name. She was good in Gomez. She was good in that. In, no. She was the uh, Indian chick, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man. And also the guy who played um, Geraldine Visanthan, or whatever. I don't know how to say what her name. And then uh, DeCray Montgomery. He oh, played uh, Red Ranger in the latest. And also is... Stranger Things, uh, right? Yes, from Stranger Things as well. So he was actually pretty good i liked his character in the movie that movie is probably about a six on a like a scale but um i think it would have been a lot better if there wasn't a huge distraction uh that was like parked right next to us so if you wouldn't do it in a theater i feel like you shouldn't have done it at a drive-in theater and so she was like it was like a family the mom was like walking around outside the car on her phone like on speakerphone not like regular not just like you know, handset mode mm-hmm. on speakerphone, like screaming, like talk, like talking really, really loud. Just like those progressive commercials. This episode brought to you by progressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I understand if you were inside your car, I can't hear you. It's probably not too bad, but she kept opening and closing the car door 
Um, <laughs> and then she, and cause her kids were sitting in the back seat. And so she was like walking around with her husband and they were extremely rude, extremely loud. And I'm just like, and I mean, was very distracted the entire time, just like trying to f- like listen to the movie. Cause it's kind of hard to see drive-in theaters in the first place. Cause they're not very bright. And also you have your car radio going. So, I mean, it's, it's touch and go when it comes to driving theater stuff in the first place. And then you have people who don't have any etiquette. So nice to know that i needed to get there at 4 p.m to be able to see a a movie at 7 wait what time did you get there i got there at 745 no 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 no, no. we left her house got to the back of the line roughly about 645 yeah uh it didn't take very long we left at 630 so it was like 15 minutes from her house and then you left at 630 Mm -hmm. wait and you said the movie starts at 730 mm-hmm Okay, we thought well, that, no, well, maybe it'd be like, a, you know, it would take like 20 minutes to get there and then some traffic and then probably get in by like 710. Nope, wasn't even close. Got there at like 645, 650 maybe. And then we didn't get to the ticket booth until almost eight o'clock. So, <laughs> so rookie mistake, rookie mistake, David. OK, so what was your driving experience like? Was it did you show up like four hours early? Uh, I showed up like an hour and a half early, yeah. And you didn't care to share that with any of us the last time when you told us that you went to a drive-in theater? Hell no. Figure that shit out yourself. (laughs) Man, based on what I heard, being there an hour and a half wouldn't have been good enough. I would have been just further up the street. I need need to be there like three hours early. Yeah, so the experience of the drive-in theater, it was actually kind of nice to be able to see a movie that not on my couch or you know, not watching it from my bed or anything like that. But it was interesting to see like people standing outside for concessions. I was like, yeah, you guys are not going to see most of this movie. And I think Broken Hearts, the Broken Hearts Gallery wouldn't have done so well if it wasn't for the fact that it was sharing the same drive-in theater as Tenant and sold out. Just all the runoff goes to the... <laughs> well, because one at one point after we got past like up to the... the um, the ticket booth and they sold out of the second screen they put a temporary fence behind us and i was like well even if i wanted to not see this movie <laughs> I don't think we had a choice at this point i was like we're already committed all right we're watching this it was okay so i think that'll do it for that um so we'll shark dive into street sharks season three episode 21 And the countdown, I believe, is what? Seven more episodes, guys? Yep, seven more. Seven more episodes. Seven more. That'll be it for this week's uh, Shark Dive. Yeah, the countdown. <laughs> we just keep what, saying what were your guys' thoughts on this one? Uh, this is, it seems like they're, they're getting ready to hand it off, hand the show off to the Dino Avengers. Wait, that was her name? The Dino Avengers? Dino Avengers, and then the leader of the Dino Avengers is T-Bone. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to blow your guys' minds here. So the, the raptor that they're fighting is a bad raptor. So his name is Bad the Raptor. Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I mean, uh, Kyle Lowry. I don't know. And But we at least got a music montage this time, but it, it was like more of an ending credit than anything else. It was more like, here's what's coming up next week kind of stuff. <laughs> kind of weird. Next week on... It, it was interesting that they did the same setup again where they had to pretend like they didn't know who the other guys were and then they stole each other's ships and then <laughs> President the Horns. Yeah. That classic TV trope where they steal each other's spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, they we... did it again. There it goes, damn street sharks. All right. Um, any other thoughts about this episode, guys? I know that you guys are we're we're at the last stretch of the marathon here, guys. Uh, I feel like there was something. Oh yeah, there's T Bone. There was Stegs, who was the Stegosaurus, and then <laughs> Stegs the Tyrannosaurus. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's what he eats. <laughs> and then I feel like the other two were also named after what they were. So, but um, which I don't know why T Bone wouldn't just be called Rex or something. But <laughs> T Bone, what the fuck is? How is T Bone like Stags the name? Spike is the Triceratops. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, and then Bullseye is the Pterodon. Yeah. No, that wasn't his name, was it? The Brachiosaur and Petrie. Bad rap. And then. They have a another raptor called Spitter. Spitter. He, he is there another one called Swallower? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we got we extracted enough out of this episode. Yeah, so let's thanks, go ben. over to our especially <laughs> Swallower. Now we now we have to wait, now we have to be age restricted on this episode. <laughs> and then next week we introduce the newest uh, newest raptor, Fluffer. <laughs> Anal bead. This show's getting very sexual. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's just go ahead and go over to our box office rundown. The uh, top 10 hasn't really changed too much. Uh, Tenant comes in with 4.7. The New Mutants at number two with 1.8. Infidel. Uh, comes in with 1.3 million. Unhinged uh, drops from three now to four with 1.2. Broken Hearts Gallery falls from number four to number five with $802,000. Uh, mine is $20 of that. And the <laughs> SpongeBob movie, uh, Sponge on the Run, is number six, uh, up from number seven. Bill and Ted face the music down to seven from five. Alone is a newcomer and is at number eight. With 182,000. The personal history of David Copperfield at number nine and words on bathroom walls rounds out the top 10. So I don't think Broken Hearts Gallery would be this high if it wasn't for the fact. I don't know if Tenon is really, if that's the two things, but I, I just like saying that. Um, guys, any thoughts on this one? It'd be nice to go watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, I would like to participate at some point in the box office rundown as far as contributing money to it. Yep. Uh, Stu, did you get a chance to take a look at anything from no. like the uh, Sorry, what? Uh, the uh, <laughs> like the local drive-in theater for you? Is no, that open yet? I, no, I I didn't. I mean, there's there is one near me, but I or kind of near me, but again, I don't know how I feel about going to see a, a drive-in movie by myself. Well, the guy behind me was waiting for, to go see Tenant. He was by himself. That's that's because he's a fucking loser. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, then. Oh, the were you sitting right behind that guy? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> oh, wait, it's just Stu. <laughs> this hat comes right off. He's <laughs> a big, fat phony. <laughs> All right. That no other thoughts, guys. I'd never yeah. have any. Ben, what's the next big movie that's coming out? Is it Bond? And all honestly, I am losing track just because of how frequent the release schedules have been shifting around. Like, I, I think the last one that got <laughs> shifted around was Black Surprise! Widow. I know, right? I, like, Black Widow is now not coming out till 2021. Like, 
that was the big one on my radar and now it's gone i don't know what's going on anymore i think it is bond though i i, I believe it's Okay. Well, at least um at least we we're getting regular weekly uh releases for The Boys season 2. Woo! Uh, yeah. Do you guys feel like it is receiving a justified amount of backlash for the release schedule doing it on a weekly basis instead of just releasing the whole thing all at once? No. I always prefer this method. Yeah. To protect me from myself. Yeah. I mean like not only that but I mean it I think it's kind of a smarter move on their end. You know, they they pretty much keep this discussion going, this hype alive for however many episodes, weeks that this goes on rather than just shooting their load all at once and then everyone watches it. Oh, and God, Ben, why is everything sexual with you today? What was up with me? Hey, we're, we were talking about some dinosaur named Spitter, all right? Come on. You were, you're the one who watched Porky's earlier and, and now you're, then you started talking about blowjobs. And now you're talking about anal beads. Yeah. <laughs> Can we even put this in a title? Are we going to get flagged for that? Let's try <laughs> anal beads. Oh, we're banned. <laughs> well, there goes uh, <clears throat> the entire, we just lose our entire license to be able to post videos and be like, well, there goes 56, 57 episodes. <laughs> oh, wait, did you all watch the newest episode of The Boys or? No, I think I'm like two episodes behind. Shit. But all I know is it is it is ramping up. Ah, well, does anyone hate Stormfront as much as me, or is there not maybe not mm-hmm. hate, but for some reason it's like it's like one of those things where it's like, man, Homelander was a douche, but she's a super douche. <laughs> it's like now I feel, I'm now I'm like sympathizing with Homelander, which is kind of strange in and of itself. I feel like this season definitely made you. It makes you think or re recalibrate yourself a little bit. Almost on a almost on a weekly basis, every time you watch a new episode, um, because you're like, how do I feel about that? Oh, okay, I guess I'm okay. Nope, not okay with it again. Right. It's just kind of like you keep jumping from one side to the other about each character, and then uh, decisions are made, and then you see something happen, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm back on this side. I mean, it would make a lot more sense if I could talk about it, but I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah, I don't no spoilers. So, okay. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on the box office rundown outside of the fact that Stu is afraid to go see a movie by himself and Ben just turning everything we say sexual? <laughs> <laughs> I said drive-ins. I had already gotten used I, to seeing movies by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's one of those uh, kid movies at the first showing by yourself. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see Dora the Explorer Dora at, the Explorer. at 10 <laughs> I still remember that. <laughs> Oh, that was great. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's box office rundown. Jump over to the movie of the week this week. Uh, it is Cook Up a Storm. This was your pick, so guess what? You get to do it. Oh, what? Actually, I didn't write oh, anything I'm so down not for this pre- week. Oh, I'm so unprepared. Shoot. I actually <laughs> didn't write anything down. I was, for some reason, I was. I had everything in my head on Monday when we were planning on recording, David, and can, now I don't. I can hear you opening your notebook. I don't have a notebook. I can hear you pulling this sheet of paper out of your, your jacket pocket. Yeah, I hear you like pressing Unfolding. against the table yeah. and straightening the papers. <clears throat> Cook up. You know what? I'm just gonna do it live. Wait, let me see. If it's... I just you, did. You hear me throw the paper away? Oh, I need that. But all right, whatever. It's far away now. We'll put his trash can sound effect in. <laughs> Every time David talks. Oh man! What? 
Ouch. <laughs> Skyco is the owner and head chef of Seven, a local eatery that serves delicious comfort food from Chinese restaurants forever. And, <laughs> dude, I really didn't write anything down. You guys, shut up. And comes in, <clears throat> and a new restaurant comes in and challenges him and his style of cooking and is Paul on from a Michelin star Korean chef. And they are both sent off to shut up. Did I use, I had, I should have had something written down. This is bad. Hey, this is how I do it. So come on. Yeah, He's been able to pull a few gold nuggets out. Come on. Yeah, but that's Stu. I'm not Stu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you forget right. it. You yeah, should. never did. Um, <laughs> Sky was miffed by his father at a young age when he was told that he wasn't able to be able to cook. But 20 years later, he is still the owner and restaurateur that is making people really happy in his neighborhood cooking comfort food for them. Until a new restaurant owned and uh, that's run by Paul on a Michelin-starred Korean chef trained in France, comes in on his territory and forces him to rethink some of the things that he does. They are both sent off into a competition to face off against Sky's father, Mountain, in the ultimate chef's challenge. And so the only way he'll ever know if he stands up to the test is if he has to challenge his own father at his own game. And that is cook up a storm. All right. Um, I don't I don't feel like I understand. I, I don't feel like I understand what the movie is anymore. After yeah, go watch you. the movie. It, we're all, essentially we're all what the dumber movie. now because of what, <laughs> what he said. There was a puppy... <laughs> the, puppy. <laughs> you know, the puppy was everybody in here is now dumber for hearing that like, oh. you gotta have mercy on your soul <laughs> if you can't tell i actually enjoyed this movie and actually it stemmed from a facebook video i saw of one of the like flagship scenes where it's like kung fu it's like a kung fu movie in terms of its like style but it's about cooking so they stylize a lot of like the cooking things like for example um if you look up the movie one of the trailers includes the um like salmon scene where they skin the salmon and then you pull in the oh sorry he fillets the salmon pulls the pin bones out and then throws it at the other guy uh, at sky and then sky like is able to want to die. I don't know why you would ever dice a piece of salmon like that. And then is able to pull it off of the skin and then flings it at him. And it, I mean, it's a gratuitous use of slow-mo, but I enjoyed the movie. I mean, it doesn't, it's just for fun. It's only an hour and a half and it's also uh, available on YouTube. <laughs> so, um, Stu, do you have any thoughts about this one? Uh, yes, I do. And Uh-oh. so where do I begin? I feel Probably like I was, I was really roped in, in the first, in the opening scene when he's being interviewed by the TV and he's cooking that, 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 uh, Three cup chicken. Yeah. And I was like, Holy shit, that looks good. Mm-hmm. And then for a while there was like no cooking or it was like gross, high, high culinary cooking. High, high fashion cooking, mm-hmm. which which I'm not on, I'm not really a fan of. Um, and there was actually a line in the movie where he's like, "You know, I came here to eat dinner, not to, not to, you know, not for you oh, to show off show. or whatever." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you tell him, fuck this guy." Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, why? Why would you give me a, a something that looks like a fried egg 
that's made of like fruit. Like what, what the, this is just like, your guys is getting too out of hand. I just want something to eat. Like, like, so I, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not in general, like in real, in real life, I'm not a fan of like the, those, those, uh, those types of, uh, cuisines or cooking. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, gastronomy or, or like, I guess like the molecular gastronomy in yeah. that case. Yeah. It's like, who we use the, the essence to, or the ingredient to make, create a foam and you just eat the <laughs> foam. And I was like, fuck why? I just want the thing. <laughs> Can I just have a steak? Can I just what have the thing from? it was it was? <laughs> like uh, so but yeah, the whole so the whole movie I'm rooting for uh for a sky is like, yeah, this his cooking is better. Fuck the other guy. Uh but yeah, so the but it was it was it, it wasn't as much cook I thought there'd be a lot more cooking scenes. I feel like I was shortchanged on the cooking scenes. Mm. Uh for a movie that was supposed to be about cooking. Um Cause like I was roped in with the first scene where he's making that three cup chicken. And then I was like, Oh sweet. I'm going to watch more of that. And then I didn't really get to, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a fine, it was fine movie. It was, it was okay. Um, would you guys have no, would you have normally seen this movie if I hadn't suggested it? I had never even known about it. So, okay. So no. Okay. Um, rating, uh, I'll give it a, uh, I'll give it a six. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what about you, Ben? Thoughts? Okay. <clears throat> Wait, am I still too low? Sorry. Hold on. Uh, well, we're 37 minutes in now, so just go with uh, it. Yeah, we'll okay. fix it in post. Okay. Well, we won't. All right. What is he doing? Well, I'm getting my notes he, out. He's setting up a little, little gas stove or something. He's going to start cooking right now. Okay. <clears throat> Have you ever wondered what would happen if they took Chopped or Iron Chef and stretched it out into a full movie? Well, damn it, this almost qualifies since this almost qualifies as a movie. Holy fuck, the production value on this looks like they took a soap opera but took all the episodes and combined them. There were instances, especially early on, when the cooking and the actors were separated from the food. I mean, it was, like, really obvious. Like, the actor would be, like, you know, making cooking motions, and then they cut cut away to, like, hands, you know, actually doing the cooking. It was just, it was a bit jarring. It's, like, kind of like a... filming a bad action scene, you know, where they make like a billion different cuts in just like a punch and you don't really understand what's going on. Uh, there were instances, especially towards the end, where the characters just kind of materialize food. You don't even know what they're cooking. You know, they, they just like show some general cooking stuff like, oh, they're preparing vegetables and then voila, tofu, you know, the marble tofu at the end. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I wouldn't have never fucking caught that. But they do kind of hint at it through external characters looking in on what they're cooking. It's like, oh, look, he's doing that. Like, that's how they explain the cooking. The fucking characters on the side that actually explain what the fuck is going on. But they don't actually show it, so that's cool. Uh, The title card for the Holy... The Holy Fuck, the the fucking title card for this was out of fucking left field. They were were doing that three-cup chicken, and then the guy talks to that dude and is like, hey, you have to wait in line. I don't want to wait in nine, you know, I'm better than all of you. And then for some reason, uh, what was his name? Sky, his mm-hmm. eye explodes in fire and the camera zooms in on it. And then it says cook up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well, let, let me get into that too. 
why is the English translation of this movie Clash of the Culinary Gods? But the movie in English is called Cook Up a Storm. I well, feel like the uh, Cantonese to Mandarin uh, conversion, and then there's the Mandarin to English. That's where it's lost in translation. Clash of the Culinary God sounds a, a lot better. Not only that, it actually matches the story. What, what, then generic <laughs> ass cook up a storm. Cook up a storm. I don't know. Clash of the Col- Culinary God sounds like it's a very like pretentious a Clash of the Titans movie. Where yeah. it's like, oh, there's going to be some some fight scenes and like some. Honestly, they might have might as well gone with it. I think that title fits this a lot better than fucking Cook Up a Storm. Like, Clash of the yeah, there wasn't very really much Wait. cooking in this one, I think, based I'm on curious. Like, I gotta know. ask, because, you know, everyone here is Asian, some more than others. Um, <laughs> you mean some, some are twice, twice as Asian yeah. as some others? Uh, we're all fairly familiar with Asian culture. Asian culture. Um, <laughs> So having all these gripes come come out of Ben's mouth right now, I was like, w- were you expecting something else from an Asian movie? That's what I was going to say. I was like, you <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a good it. movie. All right. You're acting, you're, you're acting as if this is not like a com- common way that like Asian movies are done. Yeah. Like I was not expecting any. I mean, when Stu said six out of ten, I was like, that's actually a pretty good rating for a movie that came out of Hong Kong. I would say that. No. Well, OK, let's say this. Like. I think that I found the cooking in what was it? What was that movie? Um, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, no, no. Tampopo. No, it wasn't Rumble in the Bronx. What was that? It was a Jackie Chan film. It was an early Jackie Chan film. Super. Cop. Legend of Legend of Drunken Master. No, not Legend of Drunken Master. After that, it was the one where they, he was in the car and it was Legend like, of Drunken Master Two. It was the one where he was barreling down that village and it was exploding everywhere. It, it kind of bad boys. Me. I was going to say it reminded me of Bad Boys, yes. But no, bad not boys Bad too. Boys. <laughs> well, anyways, there's a scene. That's how you cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a scene where he makes instant ramen. And, and, and I found that the cooking in that was way better than any of the fucking cooking that happened in this movie. And that's a Hong Kong film. And that's a good-ass film. Like... Jesus. I wouldn't really call what Paul on was cooking, but okay. <laughs> I wouldn't call I anything. It's really, I don't think it's really cooking. That's more just like changing the molecular like, structure of something like, to me. Are we in a lab? <laughs> like, okay. Wait, where was I? All right, chapter three. <laughs> <laughs> Why they I had some white movie. folks at the beginning of the movie, and they're all speaking English. But holy fuck, it didn't sound like they knew how See, to speak this is, English. This is this is another reason why I don't understand why you're you're acting like this is a new like revelation to you. Like, well, it's just like oh, it's a Hong Kong film, people. so they get like a pass at being a bad film. That's it. No, no hell no. Th- no. And then the when the Korean Asian guy movie, starts speaking English, it's totally fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, holy yeah. shit. He sounds like let the safety fucking, instructions ben, guy the fuck on up an Asian airline video telling you how to properly inflate your fucking personal flotation right, device. You, That's what he sounds like. <laughs> like, holy shit. Beginning of the movie, the Korean guy pretty much tells a restaurant to fuck off because he's going to China. And then the staff all look at him mad and bewildered and defeated. And then when he's walking out, they all start fucking clapping. But it's something so short and not even highlighted that, like, why even fucking include it at all? I thought this was going to only be in a few scenes, but... This happened throughout the whole movie. There were scenes where the fucking <laughs> frames per second went to fucking two. 
this happened in a bunch of random shots. And I think it's because the editor literally did not have enough footage to work with. So they just stretched the certain scenes out so that they w- it would match. The fucking flashbacks with a sepia filter. Are, what is this? A fucking Snapchat story? The, and the cooking just devolved into food that they were being tossed around in fire and slow-mo. It looked like I was watching a commercial for Burger King or Sizzler. And the story reminded me of fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. It was like, what was so it? So that you was know? a good thing then. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, that was a good thing. It was a down-and-out guy versus, <laughs> versus a that, written. Uh, ten out of <laughs> ben, what's your rating? Uh, bias or unbiased? Bias that it, it reminded bias. you of Yu-Gi-Oh? Or? <laughs> uh, bias, two out of ten. Unbiased? Three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> the same score. <laughs> All right, I'm going to mute Ben, so that way so you can say your piece. I was just... It just I'm just confused and bewildered as to how Ben is acting as if this is not like a common way, common thing like common in like threat. Asian, yeah, like, in like Asian movies, kind of it, right? Like, like anytime you, white people are portrayed in a, in an Asian made film, it's always this goofy thing where it's like English. Yeah. It's like they're speaking English, but even if they're not dubbed, they're really, it's like what they're saying is really off. And it's like, that's no, not how it people was like talk. Google translated in yeah. whatever the native language was. Google translated. Yeah. And they're probably English not even like, this. I'm like, they're probably not even native English speakers. They're probably like, you know, from Europe German. or something. Yeah, German <laughs> people. German, or something. And then those like, but they're representing English people? Ultra German or something. <laughs> but yeah. food is very good. So yeah. the, all that stuff is like, is like, I was like expecting it. It was like when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Asian movie. So. Of course, it's going to be like this. Like, I've, all right. of all the Asian movies I've seen, it's always like this. Even in, like, the, even in, you know, one of my favorite Jackie Chan movies, Who Am I? It's like, even the white people in there, there's like, something's not off or something. It's, it's almost like the timing wasn't right. Like, they originally had it in Chinese and then they mm-hmm. realized that the person could speak English. Right. And so they gave him English words to use. And it's like, oh, wait, some, we should have just the let person yeah. writing the script didn't, didn't natively speak English. So, like, the English, like, just like the phrasing is weird. The localization. Oh, there. dude, I, I, I kind of want to wait. Did you really mute Ben? <laughs> no, I didn't. He, he, did, he did it himself. Oh, okay. He's being very respectful. No, I did for a second. I was like, you know what? I think Ben's good now. Yeah. He, I think he's he he worked himself into a lather and then washed it off. <laughs> hey, I got more. You want more? <laughs> no, no, we're done. <laughs> All right. Hey, so uh, the soundtrack looks sounds like Iron Chef, but in a bad way. The sound effects, holy shit, they really exaggerate the knife noises and the like squishy sound noises. And the street they're on, like, let me tell you about the fucking production value because it looks like they're at the shopping center at Paris, Las Vegas with the fake ass guy. I think I saw Gordon Ramsay's steakhouse in the I actually corner. That was actually that one thing been. I liked about the movie was like the... Yeah the the way the set looked was obviously yeah. like i actually like that was like one part i actually liked that but i do agree with Ben. this was this essentially was one long iron chef episode or or um except much uh, much worse yeah and also like the dynamic i never understood that it, and this is another thing about just asian movies i feel or asian media whether it's like anime or whatever or it's like why is there always like there's always like someone who's like Oh, super over the top evil for no reason. And then there's always like the, the ancillary character who's like slightly retarded. Who's <laughs> like, what is that? Have you guys noticed that? Like in, like Ian Ben mentioned in the beginning, the guy who just like storms in and demands that he wants to be served is like, really? Like a goon. 
he was like, really? This is this is like this is how you this is how they see like this is like an evil character. This is what they yeah. consider evil. It's like just so over the top that it's like not even believable. I'm going to uh, go ahead and jump into our favorite moments because what okay. you mentioned kind of reminds me of that is okay. my favorite moment. It's not because it's good. It's just because how quickly it happened and how awkward it was, was they, they confront uh, Paul on about not being able to taste food and that they, they pull the book out and then he's like, you you know, they want her to go. Uh, I forgot his, her name. Um, his like Mayo. girlfriend to go represent him. Mayo. Oh, yeah, Mayo. Mayo. Yeah, Mayo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means no, uh, none in Chinese. By the way, yeah. and I was like, it's not Mayo as in like, mayonnaise. Um, oh geez, I, I didn't realize that it, what they weren't talking about mayonnaise. <laughs> Did you know about the Chinese words too? Obviously not, David. Shut the hell up. <laughs> right. But I wasn't sitting here going like, oh, her name's like the sandwich stuff you put on the sandwich. <laughs> I was. I <laughs> Everybody's named after different condiments. Sky, Paul on, Mountain. means ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was that scene where then all of a sudden when you're talking about like the super bad guy, right? And then the girlfriend walks in and goes, you know, what makes you think I can't, you know, do this because uh at least i can taste what's a useful chef to you and then all of a sudden the owner of the restaurant pulls the girl aside and goes i like her she's my girlfriend now and i was like what that's, that's how it works in china <laughs> i guess <laughs> i own the restaurant and everything in it including the chefs so get out as i was say I, like I, what makes you think you can you can do this like uh because you haven't shown us that you can cook at all throughout the entire movie <laughs> <laughs> You're like a hostess. <laughs> yeah. You, you, if anything, you're the the garnisher, right? You haven't done any yeah. real cooking. He's like, yeah, you're on sauces. But I will say, okay, here's the thing: is out of all the out of all the dishes, which dish would you guys have preferred? Like, pick one dish that you guys would have wanted to try right then and there. I would say the three cup chicken, okay. or possibly the uh the noodles he made at the end okay what about i don't know you, what i don't know what that oh. dish was but uh like peddler's noodle beef and onions i don't know that's that's the one i would have picked because that one looks so good and he used Kobe beef oh the 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 spring onion um i forgot what it's called um whatever that dish the is. one that he cooked up in his own restaurant in the, yeah. in the fancy it's restaurant you mean the one where he goes into that restaurant doesn't wash his hands goes into the back of the kitchen and grabs that whole slab it's of china like, ben for fuck's sake how many oh, times so in china it's okay this? it's okay you just go in yes. and just fucking touch with yes. her and then this suddenly you got coronavirus god damn yeah, it. by the way hey before you keep talking bad about this movie just let you know that this was distributed by emperor Motion pictures. I, I I realized that after the gold and red just flashed on my screen <laughs> when the movie started. Was that right, one um, guy supposed to be the 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 Chinese uh what's his face? We were wondering that Xi Jinping. He's like, I, I yeah, is this, is this like a knockoff version of him, or is this actually supposed to be him? <laughs> Are they allowed to portray him in media? I don't know. I don't know the rules. Okay. Um, favorite moments, Stu? I don't know if I really had one because uh, I feel like, like Ben was saying, this it was a whole, this was a this was a glorified, uh, a over super extended episode of Iron Chef or Chopped or whatever. 
Um, I think the the only part that was like really satisfying to me was when like he got fed up at the at the uh, what's that restaurant called Stellar and he uh-huh. like grabbed that stupid little salad bowl that was like oh it's a growing it put, we put water in it and it grows out of the dirt we've just fed you um, and he took that bowl and he threw it threw it at him and, and, and like in disgust I was like yeah that was that was very satisfying to me because I felt the same way. I was like, fuck the stupid, stupid, whatever you call it, food. I, like, I would eat at the at the Seven restaurant a thousand times before I ever ate at the other restaurant. That's okay. how I feel. Uh, what about you, Ben? If you had a favorite moment since you rated it at least at two. Uh, I like when he went to the arcade and played Maximum Tune. Oh, of course he did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not the horse racing game? No. The horse betting it's game. It's not the plastic racing. It's not the plastic horses, you know. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the one at the MGM they still have, or the. Uh, what if it was the one that you shoot water at to race the horse? <laughs> <laughs> ben, if that was the case, instead of them playing the horse racing game and that's how they did it, would that have raised your rating at all? If wait, if it was the water one, or if it was the one where you put the diamond? It's the water one because oh. you like squirting, spitting stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, you're the one who brought that up. You're the one who brought that up. <laughs> Here we go. Get the age restriction coming in coming in. <laughs> coming in hot. Real hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that'll pretty much do it. Ben, do you have anything else you want to share? Um I'll start wrapping this one up. I mean I got a whole book, but no. Okay, no. <laughs> it's like right, it's so like Darren where you, you spend so much time you spent more time like coming up with things you didn't like than you actually spent watching the movie. Yeah. He saw the first opening. He saw the title title card, and then just started just scribbling notes profusely. Yeah. And then when he he took a break for water, he'd look up and he goes, "Okay, I saw that part. That counts." And just start writing again. I got I got to ask though, real quick before yeah. we wrap up, what which part of was lost in translation when they kept referring to him as the the god of cookery? What do you mean? Like, what was that? Because that sounds like a very Google Translate uh, translation to whatever they meant to say. I don't. Uh, uh, like what? It's a blend of a word. So the word for um, cook and the word for like God is it's they sound very similar. Um, <clears throat> and so they call him like Susan, which is like god cook pretty much is the way it, it literally translate so i guess they probably wanted to call it god chef but god chef doesn't sound as good and so they went with you know uh what is it god god chef actually sounds better to me god chef yeah and culinary god no god it was the god of cookery or something wasn't yeah, it something like that uh, clash of Gul- culinary gods or god of cookery or something like that I don't know. The Chinese translations are weird. (laughs) Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, so... But yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap this one up. Um, So that'll do it for Cook Up a Storm or Clash of Culinary Gods, depending on wherever you're watching this movie. Um, But yeah, so I believe we have a... Two more uh, for That's What I Call Senko's Foreign Films. And I believe it's Stu's choice. Stu, what do you, uh, what have you decided for us? Well, because I'm not really great adept at uh, foreign films, I'm picking one of the most foreign films I could think of. Train of Busan, fantastic. Nope. 
No. Oh. No. What are you picking? Commando. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Commando, the Chinese, the Chinese version. Uh, no, we we're going to watch uh, a, an oldie but a goodie, uh, Super Cop. That's a foreign All right. film. Ooh. All right. That's exciting. Super Cop. Super, Super Cop. cop. You Super know, cop. David, when you said foreign film, I thought you were going to choose some foreign animated film. Like, I don't know. Or something about a foreigner, like Feifel Goes West or something. Oh, any <laughs> foreigner is also considered a foreign film. Is it? Just, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's yeah, not. I don't think so. It's an American film. Um, just because it has Jackie Chan and it doesn't make it a foreign oh, film. Very foreign. Oh, just, oh, very oh. foreign. Everything he <laughs> says is a very foreign. But yeah, right. Super Cop. All okay, right. Super Cop it is. So it's join top. us next week as we review and watch Super Cop. Uh, as part of that's what I call Cinco's foreign films, as well as Street Shark season three, episode 22. That means that it'll be six more after that. Um, but if you guys enjoyed any of this, make sure to also check us out on Twitch. Uh, we stream Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and the occasional Saturday and Sunday, because surprise, it's red alert. Um, make sure to hit that follow button as well as the bell icon so that you know every single time that we stream. This past week, we streamed Among Us with some of our friends. So definitely check that out. Um, and then you can always catch the Dosnap Cinco show on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Come check us out. Say hi. Drop us a line. Hit that subscribe button. And we will see you guys next time but before we leave as always i'm your host david i'm Stuart. i'm ben don't forget to tip your reiki master stay safe out there wash your hands stay six feet away from each other guys and we will check you guys on another time see ya okay, bye, bye. bye.